With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, a perfect 3-0 on Friday. And that's a winner. And then a winning Saturday. So you can make it back-to-back winning days of the podcast. Yeah, I did the two two days together. But anytime I can win two straight days, I'm going to count it here on this podcast. So Friday, we run the table. We cash in the Badgers team total over the 30 and a half. And then we hit both Major League Baseball bets on the Marlins and the Blue Jays. Team totals under the number in the first five. Plus, my wife enjoyed the concert, so that was a win for me. And then I was able to build up that Wisconsin-Purdue game and the pain and the suffering and the sacrifice I made to miss football on Friday night. I built that game up to be the equivalent of Ohio State and Notre Dame. So I think now I'm covered to like Thanksgiving probably before I have to sacrifice some of my time on a Saturday or Sunday and give up football action. So I was happy about that too. Then on Saturday, it was a roller coaster ride, but the lead story on Saturday is you guys once again on Twitter. You did it again. I didn't put together the greatest card, but you picked the winner. You back Utah. The Utes get the job done. They win 14-7, and you guys are now the perfect 5-0 with the Twitter vote. So thank you for the votes, and thank you for the winner. My first four goes a disappointing 2-2. Two and two. Well, I should be satisfied, I guess, going 2-2 two and because two, it could have easily been 1-3. and three. I cash on Utah minus the 4.5. I cash on Army plus the 14 at Syracuse. Army was up 10-3 at halftime. I felt great about that bet, but then all of a sudden they were down 29-10, and I needed the backdoor touchdown from a non-explosive offense from the Black Knights, but they get an 80-yard touchdown pass in the closing minutes. I get the backdoor cover and get to cash the ticket. I had a terrible read on UTEP. That was a terrible play on my part. Hardly any of you voted for it on Twitter, and I know why. I liked the play, but I was completely wrong. UNLV may be a better football team than I think, or UTEP may be worse than I think. And then SMU plus the six and a half at TCU. I thought the rivalry game would be a good one, but TCU was just too good in the end. So that's how I go two and two. Then my add-on games, I cash on Florida State minus the two and a half at Clemson. So that was a nice win. Had to rally for the win. I'll take that. Then I had Notre Dame plus the three against Ohio State. I thought I had it home free, but then the Buckeyes rallied to get the win. Then I thought the clock ran out and I was still going to cash the plus three, but no, put a second back on the clock, kick the PAT, and I get the dreaded push. But I also lost the money line parlay on the Fighting Irish. We'll talk about that in just a moment. I cash on Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher gets the job done. He covers the seven and a half against Auburn. What was I thinking on Iowa? They got only four stinking first downs for the football game, and I bet on them, plus the 14 and a half. When they didn't score on the first drive of the game, I had that bad sinking feeling I was in trouble there. I still have one bet pending as I record this. 
That is the USC Arizona State over 62. Hopefully I can put that in the win column. If not, the profits will be minimal on Saturday, but it'll still be a profitable day. Moneyline parlays, I cash on Kansas State and South Carolina plus the 121. I cash on Texas A&M and Florida State, my Jimbo Fisher parlay plus the 130. Then it was Heartbreak Hotel. I had LSU and Notre Dame plus the 147, and I was oh so close to cashing that one. But unfortunately, once again, the Fighting Irish came up short against the Buckeyes. And then I don't know if New Mexico State will win at Hawaii tonight. It no longer matters to me because I had Minnesota. Yes, my Minnesota Golden Gophers had a 21-point lead against Northwestern, and they lose in overtime. That's the one hour I wish I could take back on Saturday. In that span of time, I had the Notre Dame game going the wrong way. I had UTEP give up touchdown after touchdown. And then Minnesota, of course, just absolutely fell apart on me and cost me a money line parlay potentially. So that's the day on Saturday. Now let's get to the card for Sunday. It's a big card. I have so many plays. My bankroll is all over the board. The home underdogs in action. I have five of them. Once again, we're playing every home underdog in the NFL this year. I'm on the Vikings, plus the one against the Chargers. I'm on the Jets, plus the three against the Patriots. I'm on the Commanders, plus the six and a half against the Bills. I'm on the Cardinals, plus the 12 and a half against the Cowboys. And I'm on the Raiders, plus the one against the Steelers. And if those numbers are different than what they are today, once again, we locked in those plays on Monday night. Lines move, of course, but that's what we got on Monday night or early Tuesday in the National Football League. Now, my first quarter unders, playing every single first quarter under this year. Crazy numbers this week. I saw some where numbers could be at 7.5 on one side, 8.5 on another, 9.5 on another, and the juice was all over the board. So I have one play that I absolutely dislike, but I can't get better value. I only want to play these at 120 or below, minus 120 or below, but I couldn't find it in some cases. So here we go. I'm on the Titans and the Browns under the seven and a half at a minus 143. I'm on the Broncos and the Dolphins under the nine and a half at a minus 105. I'm on the Bills and the Commanders under the seven and a half at a minus 120. I'm on the Texans and the Jaguars under the seven and a half at a minus 112. I'm on the Falcons and the Lions under the nine and a half at a minus 109. I'm on the Colts and the Ravens under the eight and a half at a minus 105. I'm on the Chargers and the Vikings under the nine and a half at a plus 116. I'm on the Patriots and the Jets under the six and a half under a touchdown there. Plus money, though, at a plus 123. I'm on the Saints and the Packers under the 7.5 at a minus 118. I'm on the Seahawks and the Panthers under the 7.5 at a minus 124. I'm on the Cowboys and the Cardinals under the 7.5 at a minus 112. I'm on the Bears and the Chiefs under the 9.5 at a plus 100. And I'm on the Steelers and the Raiders under the 8.5 at a minus 124. On a positive note, I guess, I have no minus sevens this week, so I'm not going to push. I'm either going to win or lose each of those games. Now, four additional bets for you this week in the National Football League. Play number one, it's the Detroit Lions, the Motor City Kitties, minus the three against the Atlanta Falcons. So this line was once five and a half. It's now three on most books. The Lions do have some injury concerns, but this is a number that I have no trouble backing. The Falcons are 2-0 after beating the Panthers and the Packers at home. 
The Falcons had just 13 first downs against Carolina. That's not a good number. And then last week, after a slow start, they did do some really good things in the second half against Green Bay. But I still view this team as challenged offensively. The Falcons are plus two in the turnover differential this year. Meanwhile, the Lions are minus three. You can flip the script in this game. I love Detroit, minus the three over Atlanta. Play number two on the card, it's the Seattle Seahawks, minus the four and a half against the Carolina Panthers. So this line was once six and a half. It's now down to four and a half with Bryce Young out and Andy Dalton in at quarterback for the Panthers. Dalton did okay for the Saints last year, winning three of his final four starts, but he's still ranked 21st in QBR. The Panthers won 30-24 to last year in Seattle as a three-and-a-half-point underdog. I think the Seahawks get payback today. I like Seattle, minus the four-and-a-half over Carolina. Next up on the card, it's the Denver Broncos, plus the five-and-a-half at the Miami Dolphins. So you can call me crazy, but I tend to like 0-2 teams against 2-0 teams. It's rare for an 0-3 team to make the playoffs, and the Broncos will have that sense of desperation to avoid the winless start. The Broncos have been knocking on the door. They lost by one against the Raiders. Then they lost by two on a failed two-point attempt last week against the Commanders. The Dolphins have won a pair of road games to open the season, impressive fashion, at the Chargers and at the Patriots in prime time. At a minimum, I expect the Broncos to have a chance to win late. So I'm going to grab the five and a half with Denver on the road at Miami. Then the final game of the card for me, when it comes to the sides anyway, it's the Green Bay Packers minus the one against the New Orleans Saints. So it's the home opener for the Packers. The Saints have a one-point win over Tennessee, projected to win seven and a half games this year. They beat Carolina last week by three, projected to win five and a half games this year. The Packers' deed did struggle against the Falcons, especially on the ground, but I expect them to be much better this week. I'm not sure what weapons Mr. Love will have available, but I'll be a cheesehead on Sunday, so I'm on Green Bay, minus the one over New Orleans. Then the prop bets, as you know, I've been struggling this year, so I'm going to outsource it this week. I'm going to have a ton of them, but they're not going to be mine. So from betting pros, I'm going to take their top three at the quarterback position, their top three at the running back position, and their top three at the wide receiver position. Total plagiarism on my part. They're not my picks, but I'm going to bet them. So at quarterback, I got Tua over the 254 and a half yards passing against the Broncos. I have Joshua Dobbs over the 180 and a half yards passing in the Cardinals-Cowboys game. I have Zach Wilson to the over 177 and a half against the Patriots. I have Gus Edwards at running back over the 49 and a half yards rushing against the Colts. I have Derrick Henry over 72 and a half yards rushing against the Browns. I have Brian Robinson over 53 and a half yards rushing against the Bills. At wide receiver, I have Garrett Wilson over 48 and a half yards receiving against the Patriots. I have Valdez Scantling over 24 and a half yards receiving against the Bears. I have DJ Moore over 44 and a half yards receiving at the Chiefs. Then from Odds Jam, these are expected value bets, so they're all plus money. I'm on Jacoby Myers over four and a half receptions at a plus 115. That's against the Steelers. I'm on Justin Fields over 16 and a half completions at a plus 107 against the Chiefs. I'm on Jawan Johnson 
under two and a half receptions at a plus 125 against the Packers. I'm on Jerry Judy under the three and a half receptions at a plus 130 against the Dolphins. So that is my card. It's a really big card here on Sunday. I got a lot of units in action. Luckily, we made a little money in the last couple of days. So hopefully I can cover everything I have on the card. So here we go. Let's recap it one more time. Your games in the National Football League. I'm on the Vikings plus the one, the Jets plus the three, the Commanders plus the six and a half, the Cardinals plus the 12 and a half, and the Raiders plus the one as our NFL home underdog system plays. Your first quarter unders, I won't go through them all again. They're all under the number. Look in the show notes for the details there. Then my additional four sides I'm adding today. I'm on the Lions minus the three against the Falcons. I'm on the Seahawks minus the four and a half against the Panthers. I'm on the Broncos plus the five and a half at the Dolphins. And I'm on the Packers minus the one against the Saints. Then your prop bets. I'm on Tua over the number. Joshua Dobbs over the number, Zach Wilson over the number, Gus Edwards over the number, Derek Henry over the number, Brian Robinson over the number, Garrett Wilson over the number, Valdez Scantling over the number, DJ Moore over the number. Once again, you can look in the show notes and see those numbers. And then from Odds Jam, I'm on Jacoby Myers over four and a half receptions at a plus 115. Justin Fields over 16 and a half completions at a plus 107. Jawan Johnson under two and a half receptions at a plus 125, and Jerry Judy under three and a half receptions at a plus 130. So that's your card for a Sunday. As always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.